All right, you know, welcome to the first, uh, the first, the inaugural edition, first ever edition of uh, the Illegal Talk in the Back podcast. Uh, not really sure how this is going to go. A uh, few disclaimers. This is a family-friendly podcast. It doesn't mean we're not going to curse. But, uh, you know, if you have a shitty family and you've kind of given up, feel free to listen to it anyway. Uh, you know, sponsorships, working on them. Uh, we are open. We're currently fielding lots of uh, potential clients looking for kind of a small business kind of feel, maybe like an Apple, Amazon, you know, something mom and poppy uh, to really, you know, fit fit our brand, non-GMO, vegetarian, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, basically the whole point of this podcast, we're going to talk about some random uh, college football topics. Uh, our credentials, uh, I think they speak for themselves. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we're a bunch of fans, uh, went to Penn State. We know uh, a lot, but not really that much. And uh, I don't know. We're going to start it off here uh, with uh, with a couple questions. First question. Well, are you going to introduce us? Oh, the uh, correspondence? As I said, it's the inaugural. All right. So I'm here with uh, with uh, my, uh, what do I call you? Corresponder? Sidekick? What do you want? Uh, correspondent. An- correspondent. Analyst. Yeah. Expert analyst here, Chris Conway, coming at you live, not live, recorded from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, um, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have another guy uh, reporting in, uh, I believe, from New York City, uh, representing yeah. uh, the Big Apple uh, for us. Uh, yeah, I'm representing the the uh, the big guy. You know, they're underrepresented in today's uh, society. Nobody looks out for the big guy these days. That's what I'm here for. I've been working on uh, some corporate sponsorships here with Hooters and Yingling. Uh, hopefully uh, they could reach out after, you know, the, presumably the whole world listens to this uh, before Saturday. I, you know, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh, Yingling, uh, please just drop us an email. Uh, it's in the description uh, that uh, we have not written yet. But uh, anyway. Heard their owner's a dick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> John, family friendly. Um, like I said, that does not mean we're not going to curse. Um, anyway, so... It's a proper uh, name, though. What? The name Dick. It's a proper name. Richard. It's true. It's true. It's, you know what's really funny? We used to call the president Dick Nixon. Like, everyone was like, what do you think of Dick Nixon? Can you imagine that in today's day? Like, it wouldn't go over would with, like, with, like, the meme world. It's just... Oh, no. We me already know. have a dick in office. Ha! <laughs> you know, Megyn Kelly's advocating for blackface. And if anyone saw that, it's kind of funny. You know. I don't really see the problem with that either. Like, <laughs> John, you know. If it but, was African-American face, yeah, I could see that's that's how it's rude. But, I mean, if you just want to have your face black... For Halloween? No, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I don't think there's anything racist about it. I think that that's the controversial note that we needed to make it to the top of the app store. <laughs> right there. Um, you guys want to talk about some football? You just want to talk about dicks and blackface? Uh, no, I want to talk about football, pre- preferably. Preferably? 
All right, so drew up some questions, uh, you know, obviously from the fans. Uh, this is from the panel, Instagram, you know, Facebook, Twitter. You know, you can find us there at our handles. Um, first question, you know, we're in, I think, like, what, week nine, maybe? Eight? Eight or nine? Nine? Yeah, it's a nine. good time to start. <laughs> I think it's week nine. If my research is correct. You hear me? We can hear you. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Can you not hear us? Because we can hear you, bud. Oh. Now I can't hear you. Ah. Back. Sorry. Our well, producer, we're going to have to do something about that. Our producer, he'll edit this out. So, yeah. you know, that's why we pay the guy. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen again. First question. Uh, I think it's week nine. Like I didn't hear anything that went down there. So does somebody confirm it's week nine? It's week nine. Yeah. Right, we'll go with week nine. Uh, what's the biggest upset, you know, that's going to occur before the end of the year. Let's go to Chris. Well, I've been thinking long and hard about this for the last two and a half minutes. And the biggest upset that I see happening is Clemson. Clemson Tigers are going to lose the ACC championship game. Wow. That is, that is my hot take. I am not sure if Clemson has really been tested. They have the true freshman quarterback. I am not an NC State believer at all. So I, <clears throat> I put zero stock into that win. And, uh, and I feel like we might have some late bloomers in the Coastal Division. Virginia looking better and better each week. Virginia Tech after that tough loss to ODU. I don't know. So, somewhere it's that's my that's my hot take coming right out of the gate here, and it's going to send the committee everyone into a tizzy. Uh, you know, do you really see what do they who would they like lose to? Like it would be what? Yeah, Virginia or Virginia Tech at this point, right? That's got to be the game. You know. Well, what about the uh, the Canes? Uh, the Canes are not. What are you talking about? They're not going to win that side. Ah, maybe. Let's see. What are they? Ah, two and one in division. Two and one. Uh, but they, <laughs> they did just lose to UVA. It's true. So you might have to give it to the old uh, Captain Mendenhall. Uh, all I can say is this. I think Clemson's offensive line this year is just vile. Like, they're they're really, really good, you know? And I think that this this blonde, beautiful quarterback that they've got, I mean, he's, you know, he's not only attractive, he can throw the ball downfield, you know, halfway decently, you know, and then they've got that French running back, whatever, ETN or whatever, and everyone's all hot on him. I'm Trust me, I hate Clemson more than anyone else, but I just think the ACC is awful this year. And I, I don't know how they don't win. You know, I think that they're, I'll tell you this, I would, I think they're going to get smoked in the friggin' uh, in the playoff, but I think that they're going to make it for sure, you know. Any time that you have a weak Florida State, weak NC State, weak Miami, weak Pitt, who the hell's there? Who's going to win? You know? But Virginia could shorten the game. A couple mistakes from Clemson, that's all it would take for the, for the massive upset. Another, another take that I have right now is, you know how like, some sexist men always say like to women they have to smile more? 
Yeah. I'm gonna say it about Trevor Lawrence right now. I mean, those like pictures of him. He like he has the worst look on his face. He just looks like he's. I don't know. It it it's off putting. You think he's he needs ne- to smile more? He's never gonna move up if he uh, doesn't smile more. He's gotta break that glass ceiling, you know. <laughs> Kelly Bryant smiled. We, we can say a lot of bad things about Kelly Bryant, but he smiled. That's for sure. <laughs> And his name was Kelly. <laughs> Isn't Kelly a girl's name? John, what's your uh, what's your biggest upset for the end of the year? Well, I'll I'll you know preface this by I, I think there's going to be two major upsets this week. Woo! And uh, the first, I, I think you know, as much as you know, we have our own uh, we have our own little side league here outside of the podcast universe, but um, I, I have. I've chosen Texas, and we have all determined this year that Texas is back. But they're not back. They Ooh. are going. They're gonna. They're gonna get upset this week by Oklahoma State. Uh, Mike Gundy and his mullet. They're they're gonna come into town, and they're gonna run the show. I think they win by I don't know, probably seventeen points. And the other upset is a is a, another uh, a Big Twelve team. And they're West Virginia. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose this week to Baylor. Baylor's my boys. They've been reeling since Art Briles, but they're ready to come back. This is their bounce back year. They're gonna have a a nice uh, nice victory to you know rest their whatever. I don't know. They're whatever. <laughs> what what's the what's the expression like? Rest their hat on or some some bullshit. Hang their hat on. Hang, Hang their, their hat. hat. Hang their That's, hat for sure. They're gonna they're gonna go into the off season. They're gonna be like, look. We beat the number twelve or eight team or whatever the hell West Virginia is this week, and they're gonna say we ruined their season, and they're gonna be happy by ruining something because they've been ruined these past few years. However, my upset of the year, potential playoff uh, screwer upper, is uh, when Notre Dame eventually loses to the uh, another reeling squad with a bunch of talented players on it, and that's Florida, Florida State. State. Florida State. Mm-hmm. I thought about that one a lot. I, I keep saying, I think Florida State is one of the worst teams to play right now. Like, they just have nothing. There's They have nothing to lose by just ruining everyone else's day, and they've not been in that position for a very long time, you know? It's not like, the, I mean, the talent on that team, has, it's strong. Like, that's a Jimbo... Everybody on that team is, is Jimbo Fisher recruits. You know, if Taggart, even if he doesn't have a, it doesn't matter about Taggart. It's like, it's like Jimmy Johnson at Miami. Let the freaking kids play. You know, he might get a, might get a W out of it. Um, and Baylor, Florida State has three chances to spoil. They got Clemson, Notre Dame, and Florida on the schedule. I know, I know. There's a lot of meat, a lot of meat on that bone. If they put things together, they could potentially get two of those. Oh, yeah. I mean, they very very well may get dominated in all three of those games, but I could also see them winning two. My bet would be Notre Dame and Florida. I I just, I think Clemson has enough firepower, is efficient enough to get it done. But Notre Dame looked like shit against Pitt two weeks ago or whatever that was. You know, I'm not, I've never a believer in Notre Dame, but I'm I'm not a, like, this feels like the year that they went with whatever his face Haluna Hawaiya with a fake girlfriend and just got their ass beat by Alabama. What's his name? Lene Kakua. Lene Kakua. 
and Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah. But this feels like one of those Notre Dame years where, like, we have to put them in because, like, they're Notre Dame and a bunch of old guys like them or something. And I really don't think a one-loss team, uh, a one-loss Notre Dame team gets in, though. I, I think that w- once they lose, they're dropping down to, like, 15. Like, their, their schedule is that shitty. I yeah, don't think that Michigan. I don't think that Michigan is going to stay a one-loss team for the rest of the season. They very well could end a three-loss team, and that's Notre Dame's signature win. That's the only reason why either of them are ranked so high right now. All right, because... so this, <laughs> this brings up an interesting question, because I think Michigan, like, uh, there's a lot of weirdness in the rankings right now, because, like, you know, Georgia lost, which I think kind of mucks everything up. My personal opinion is that LSU is going to go and they're just going to get smoked on November, whatever that is, 6th. Um, you know, Alabama's going to come to town and, and beat them down in a way that they've not been beaten down in a while um, in that game. I, I just think Alabama's that good personally. Uh, but, like, if you see, like, LSU's probably, in my opinion, they might get out of the way. Georgia has the chance to move up. They, they beat Florida. You know, they've got a little bit of meat on their schedule still to go. Uh, there's a lot of questions about what happens in the Big 12. Like for whatever reason, the Big 12 like stacks all its big games towards the end of the season. What do you think? I mean, do you think Michigan has the has the power here? You know, I mean, I, they've got to beat Ohio State. We know that, right? If they want to be involved in this discussion, but do you think they do it? Like Big Ten East, I don't know. Ohio State's defense kind of seems to suck. You know. I mean, Penn State looks kind of weak. You know, they already beat Michigan State. I don't know. I'll leave that one to you, Chris. I mean, they're definitely in position. I'm. They give Penn State in Ann Arbor. <laughs> That's definitely a game that they should be favored in by quite a, a, margin. Solid, a solid amount of points. <clears throat> and then, you know, the way Ohio State played last week, it seemed like there was plenty of uh, vulnerabilities that – Harbaugh could exploit, but do they have the same big playability as Purdue showed the last Saturday? I don't know. I mean, that's not really their style. The game's going to be in the horseshoe. You know, Michigan controls their own destiny, which is a great place to be, but, you know, talking uh, it through right now, I don't, I'm not sure if I see them uh, navigating the rest of their schedule without another loss. Well, one one uh, big problem with controlling your own destiny is that every other team in the Big Ten knows that, and they're going to try even harder. And you know, they'll, they'll do anything within the rules and even sometimes outside of the rules a little bit to to slow you down. So I, I think that you know facing Ohio State in the last week of the season, that's, that's a long road from now, and I think that they have plenty of battles left before they even get there. So it looks like Penn State should give them a, a, a real run. And I don't think that Harbaugh and I don't think that Harbaugh is like a vastly better coach than Franklin at this point. The other factor is Michigan's coming off the bye and Penn State will have had Iowa the week before. So you know, there'll be a battered team versus a rested team if that the cards are stacked against our Nittany Lions, but not not. And then there's a batterer team in Ohio State. Mm, that's true. True. 
I don't know. I mean, I I think that all I all I'm saying is I think that this is really one of those years where outside of like really again outside of like Alabama, like I think we all just probably assuming even if they lost LSU would probably still get in at this point. They've just been so ridiculous all all year. Um it, you know, and then Clemson basically just has to like screw it up to not make it in. Notre Dame basically is in that position. I just think Notre Dame is probably better at screwing it up than the uh, the previously two uh, mentioned teams, you know. So whatever that that fourth spot though is like really up for grabs, depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks. Like the Big Twelve seems like they might be out, but all that really takes is some crap happening in the Big Ten for them to get in pretty quickly. Um, I don't see the scenario of two SEC teams this year. Maybe it happens. I don't know. Uh, well, if that, Alabama can manage a way to not get in the SEC title game, then they could get in. But that's the only way. And they're not going to lose in the regular season. I don't think they're going to lose. So that brings us, uh, we'll just skip around. Do you think Alabama's going to lose a game this year? Do you think they're going to be the first 15 to know? Me personally, I think they're going to drop one game. Really? I don't know when that game's going to happen, but it's going to happen. They have a tough schedule. They have a really tough schedule. I do think that they're probably the best team in the country and that they'll probably win the national title game. I know these aren't hot takes, but I think that they'll probably lose by the end of the regular season and then just dominate in the playoffs. They, they seem to always drop one, slip up one week in the year. I just, this Alabama, though, like, the spreads on these games, like, are so just preposterous, you know? Like, I, I don't know what the spread is for this this LSU game, but I would not be shocked if it's, like, 19. I really wouldn't, you know? Uh, and I honestly, I, I don't, that would be kind of wide, but, like, I wouldn't be shocked if it was, like, two and a half touchdowns, something like that, you know, margin of victory. I just, the offense this year, like the one thing they have never had is like a really proficient offense. And this offense is like probably the best in the country. Tua, what's his name? The quarterback, Tua Tag, Tagova, Tag, yeah, Tagliova, Ova, Ova, Tagliona, yeah, whatever. He hasn't played a snap in the fourth quarter yet this season. It's true. It's true. They have been dominating. However, should we get to uh, worst case scenarios? Yeah, no, we brought this up just just for the fun because everyone loves uh, everyone loves chaos, you know. Especially when your team sucks, and uh, we're Penn State fans, and our our team kind of sucks. We're just all rooting for some chaos right now, right? You know, well, that's everyone loves some chaos. John, do you have a do you have a chaotic scenario? I have an extremely chaotic scenario, and it begins with the uh, LSU upset of, over uh, Alabama that we don't think is going to happen, but you know. Maybe it will. Who I'll knows? Tell you, I, I'm in Houston. There's a lot of LSU fans here, and they're riding high, and they, they believe they're like Tiger Stadium. You hear, you hear it all the time, Tiger Stadium at night. It's gonna I be a know. you know, gonna be a I big game know. in Gumboville. You know, it's the um, Kinnick of the SEC. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, they think so. So you know, let, let's just hypothetically say. Uh, LSU, they pull off a miracle, even though it's not that much of a miracle. Um, they beat Bama. Then we have uh, Georgia winning the uh, SEC East, but they lose to Kentucky during the regular season, and they win the SEC title. So we have uh, 
Georgia at, sitting at 11 and 2 uh, beating um LSU who's also going to be 11 and 2 after the uh, SEC championship loss. We got Florida who finishes the season at 10 and 2 and we have Bama that finishes at 11 and 1. Meanwhile, Clemson falls apart. They drop a game. We got Michigan losing to Ohio State in the last game of the season. And Ohio State drops the Big Ten title game to the West winner. We got Notre Dame dropping one to FSU. We got Texas losing to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma losing to West Virginia in the last game of the year. West Virginia loses to Baylor, as I mentioned earlier. And we have Kentucky winning out but somehow missing out on the uh, SEC championship. So I have the final five that the committee has to choose as number one, Bama, number two, Georgia, number three, LSU, number four, Kentucky, sneaking in over number five, Florida. That is the most nightmarish (laughs) scenario that I could possibly think of. The all-SEC title game, title game. <laughs> what would Paul Feinbaum do? Oh, my God. You know. Feinbaum, you, they'd have to like dig him out of a pile of semen. <laughs> out of his own semen. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, that need to clarify. Other, yeah, hopefully not everyone in the SEC semen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium would just be a bowl of jizz. I mean, his his show is already like seven, 17 hours long. I think he'd had to add like two more hours to it, you know, just so people were like, I think LSU, you're going to win. You're going to win this game. The trees, yeah, I mean, uh, the trees at LSU would uh, come back to life. Or is it Auburn? I'm sorry. Oh, boy. The oh, Auburn. The, uh, yeah, I know. It wouldn't. Oh, oh well. Uh, the, tree, the trees would definitely die then. They have three losses this season. Yeah. Yeah. Their ass. Auburn sucks. They're terrible. Um, not that bad. I mean, but they're. Yeah, I, I don't know if anything. I don't know if any of that's going to happen. I could see some of it. Like I think the East. <laughs> I think the East is a, is like could get real messy. Like I, I I'm about to like hate on Florida here, but I could see them beating Georgia. You know, which makes a bit of a mess. You know, you certainly you certainly need like some crazy shit to happen, but I I think that most of it could happen. No, I mean, oh, yeah, you need a couple upsets in there. You need like Oklahoma State, and you need Baylor over West Virginia, and uh, you need Kentucky winning out, obviously, which is going to be pretty hard to do. But actually, they don't really have too. They don't have uh, a tough schedule ahead. No, but even in no. that scenario, the committee would be like, "All right, we're capping it at two SEC teams. We'll pull, <laughs> we'll pull someone out. Washington, how's it going? Ohio State, how's it going? Yeah." They would no, put a two-loss no. Ohio State team in over uh... that just lost, probably. Wow, I would not put it past them. I, I would not. Yeah, I would bet. Like, if it was that scenario, they would just put like Alabama, and then Ohio State would get a special invitation, which is like written somewhere in the rules that like we've never read. Dwayne Haskins like unexpectedly wins the Heisman as well, you know, even though they're just playing like crapola, you know. USC somehow sneaks in there with like seven losses. <laughs> They're just like, we just got to spread this out a little bit. <laughs> it's just an all-invite friggin' thing. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of, lot of nightmare. I, I think everyone's just kind of sitting here, and I, you know, as usual, I'm kind of satisfied that the entire country could just root against Notre Dame, you know? 
But I think the more years we just keep them out, the, the happier everyone is, you know? If, like, I like if there's what? Go ahead. Sure, go ahead. I was going to say, if there's, if there's one thing that I, I wholeheartedly just disagree with, with the eight-team playoff, it's that Notre Dame could get in very, very easily every year, and that just bothers me, you know? Like, I love the eight-team playoff. I agree with it so much, a preposterous amount. Uh, Keep it know. at six. Yeah, more just, you know what? Just, yeah, do that. And then the sixth spot can't be Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got to figure out another way to get it in it's only the first five are power five and the six spot can't be notre dame so you figured out notre dame <laughs> I, I really like the idea of uh you know the top two teams in the country get the bye have those remaining four duke it out and then face the top two the next week and go for it from there but i i, I don't know if i don't know how i feel about eight i was gonna say the uh the whole thing with notre dame is you know, the playoff has sort of devolved to if your team's out of it, you root for your conference to at least make the playoff. Yeah. So Notre Dame just crashes that whole party because, I mean, then you only have three maximum, you know, conferences in. Well, we assume that they're ACC now, right? I mean, they're like basically ACC, but I wish they would just make the full jump. I mean, yeah. it would make it would make life a lot easier. They're they're just kind of being assholes with their whole like oh we get a real NBC contract do 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 you know like classic Notre Dame but it it is true like if USC is good if Stanford is good if Michigan's good like all the teams they regularly play like that are typically like show up on their schedule every two to three years like Notre Dame is by far in the best position over time to make the playoff consistently you know and there I are think- certainly some years where their schedule looks daunting. But like this year, this year this looked year, ridiculous. And no, just, the beginning of the year it did. Yeah. yeah, the beginning of the year, like they, like you're like, whoa, they've got Stanford, they've got USC, they've got Michigan, they've got Florida State, and then suddenly, like USC sucks, Florida State sucks. Like it, yeah. you know, Stanford I mean, not playing. Stanford not great. They should. Yeah, you know, Stanford is not even not what they've been. You know, they're not bad, but they're not what they've been for sure. I don't know. There are no yeah. Toby Gerhardt Stanford. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, what was the other? Oh, I have a uh, I have a nightmare scenario that I want oh, to go right. real quick. Let's yeah. hear. It. This is not a this is not a playoff scenario per se, but I want to discuss the very real possibility of a three to four way tie in the Big Ten East if Michigan State were somehow able to knock off the Buckeyes, and then Ohio State goes in and beats Michigan, and Penn State wins out, you have yourself a four-way tie between Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. How does that... What's the breaker on that? The breaker is um, the combined record of crossover opponents so like how penn state has illinois um right <laughs> etc i can't remember what it indiana um Iowa. No, indiana's east i'm fucking lost <laughs> indiana is not east they're west indiana is east no they're not uh well you can look geographically, it up. geographically speaking the big 10 is so screwed up 
No, the East is Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, Maryland, Rutgers. Like Michigan's in the East with Rutgers. No, that's, so that's Indiana. six teams. There are seven teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. Oh, right. They kept. All right, you're right. Never mind. They keep they keep screwing this up. You know, it's a podcast it's like, of pros, folks. Yeah. I just, I just recently learned that they weren't the leaders and legends anymore. <laughs> I hated the leaders. You never knew which one was which. I still to this day don't know which one. Penn State was no. it. It's true. Were they leaders the or leaders? legends? I think we were the leaders. I think we were the leaders. I want to say we we're the leaders. I don't think it really matters, to be honest with you. I think that there's like 24 teams in this conference now. We need to stop calling it the Big Ten. To call it something else. You know, no, the best conference. Um, yeah, but we're, there is, like you have 14 teams, but there's only like 10 big teams. Like, it's true it's true Rutgers <laughs> alright here's an interesting how bad is Rutgers this year because like they're bad like by usual standard like they are Rutgers but they are like they're like setting records for Rutgers they wouldn't how- win the Sun Belt this year oh that's just a guarantee I mean look at App State the number 25 ranked App yeah. State team come on I know I know our, the- our- I gotta look up Rutgers real quick Oh. Rutgers is uh, you don't even have to. They're, they're the worst. They haven't been uh, good since. Uh... I, I just remember it was a two years ago. They lost by a combined two hundred and ten to nothing to us, Ohio Michigan. State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> and this year, I swear, and I don't mean this lightly, is worse than that team. Like they're definitively awful. They got they need Chiano blown out back. by Kansas, man. By Kansas, oh, they got blown okay, so, out. So how did they lose to Northwestern 18 to 15? Oh, see, that's because uh, Northwestern's weird. Northwestern's a weird team. Are they just incapable of blowing out teams? Well, Northwestern like didn't score a point in the second half until they beat Michigan State, which was like the weirdest. Yeah, but that's like Northwestern. Like they're awful, and then they're good, and then they're awful, and you know, it's like a giant sine wave of like, what the hell is this type of deal? You know, nobody wants to. You know, it's like you don't want to play them, but at the same time, like, you know, you could just kill them, kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, it's like having a daddy long leg on you. Like it's not going to hurt you, but like you don't you don't want it there, type of thing. That's how I look at Northwestern, type of deal. Um, well, Rutgers won't lose this week. Who they got? Bye week. <laughs> I'll tell you what. They might move up in the rankings for sure. Um, what's the last? Oh, uh, we need to do a why your team sucks. Does anyone have a good team? I just impromptu. I picked Florida, and I was going to say basically that, that Georgia's going to want Florida for a variety of reasons. Basically, that Florida's rush defense is not as good as it, as it looks, and they got trounced by Kentucky in that department. But if anyone has a better one, because well, I, I can see I have, that being a much closer game. I have two things about Florida. Interesting. All right. First, first thing, I keep thinking about Dan Mullen and how, the story about how he met his wife. Have you guys heard this one? No, no, but I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear this story. Dan Mullen was an assistant at Bowling Green, and he saw like some reporter. I think she was reporting on the team, and she basically was like, oh, wow, she's really hot. I heard she was reporting on the uh, Iraq uh, crisis. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Keep going. So then, <laughs> Wait, wait. You broke up there. What did you say? He said she was really hot or something. 
Yeah, said she said she was really hot. So then was like, okay, I'm going to contact the TV station, get her information. Oh and, wow! And and is like, hey, like, do you want to like get lunch? And then Damn. she's like, uh, oh, well, no. And then he like keeps emailing and calling, asks like two or three more times. And eventually, like her bosses at the station are just like, you should just go to lunch with them, like, like. <laughs> and then, and then it was history from there. But like that story could end in a much creepier way. Completely. Completely. You know, think about was, um, like low key stalking this person. Think about um, uh, what's his Lane Kiffin? What's his alias at Bama? Joey Freshwater. Think about Joey Freshwater. You know, traipsing around Alabama trying to get some Tinder girls. You know, like there's some girls that'd be like, "Oh my God, that's Lane Kiffin. That guy makes like I don't know. What do we think he made Alabama like six hundred thousand dollars a year? He made a million dollars for that." Yeah, I mean they pay their assistants Isn't handsomely it? down there. That's true. That's why I like. Isn't just... Nick Saban's uh, alias at Alabama uh, like Richard Bachman? Richard Bachman? I don't get it. <laughs> Damn! Oh man, dead air for the first time on this podcast. Dead air. Yeah. <laughs> that's a uh, that, Stephen King's uh, alter uh, alter ego that he writes under. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, I don't talk about Oh, that. please. Okay. Okay, so the, the second thing I have on Florida right is... The second thing I have on Florida is I was doing a little recon on uh, the Florida forums today, and the thing I found the most amusing was in regards to UCF, they thought it was cute last year, all the, the stuff that they did, but now they're a little sick of them. Sick... Sick of them saying that they're the national champions. Sick of them saying that they're the best team in Florida. And they, Florida wants to put them in their place. And there was talk about keeping the family dog off of the dining table. And I, I just found all of that pretty hilarious. Considering, hey, Florida, you guys won four games last year. Yeah, it's true. Florida's like, they're like kind of on their high horse, you know. Ever since Tebow, like, he just ruined it, you know. Like, I have relatives in Florida, and, like, their perception of the University of Florida after Tebow is just annoying as hell. Like, it, you'd think that literally, like, Jesus descended to Florida and, like, made that an amazing school. That didn't happen? No, you know. It's like, in the meantime, now we know that, like, oh, the guy that was there was, like, had, like, what? You know, 15 people arrested, like, every day. He was yeah. like that. He was like the character from the show Lost. Like he was just Christ-like. He just, <laughs> he just came. He had this like aura around him. He he. You know, it's a it, it's a strange scenario. You can't really rebound after like the second coming, or I guess the third coming. Uh, I guess know. the third coming was at the Jets, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And what's the what's the Mets then? The fourth coming. Oh, the Mets. I forgot about the Mets. That's like yeah, dessert. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when, when Jesus like came back and then like didn't he like chill for a little bit? Like he didn't like on the third day he rose again, but like didn't he like hang around for like a little while? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I think you're, I'm I not think like you're the liaison on this to God, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm not like uh, big on the whole story here. I, I haven't studied it in a long time, but I'm pretty sure he just like they were like, Oh, cool, like 
we thought you were dead. And he's like, yeah, like, I figure I'll just, like, stay for a month or so. Like, I still, like, my lease, my lease doesn't run out for a few more months. So. <laughs> I think that that's, like, that's exactly, that's, like, I'm kind sure of the unwritten story. closed and I didn't update my will, you know, things like that. But. <laughs> yeah, I got updated my banking information. Well, I mean, after that Da Vinci Code book, you got to believe he had a son. Like he's got to, you know, he's got to provide. <laughs> you can't just can't just run off from a cave, you know, leave nothing behind. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of like what what Tebow is on the Mets. He's kind of like like the Mets are like Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I, I, these analogies, you're losing me. Yeah, I'm losing the I Mary Magdalene. He's meant to be in football. Damn it. He's yeah. meant to be the god of football, but he's like straying away from his like duties, and he's just hanging around with this Mary Magdalene Mets team. He's meant know, to man. be a freaking fullback. Yeah, yes, that's true. That's what he's meant to be. He's meant to be a terrible left-handed quarterback. <laughs> I loved how when he threw that pass against the Steelers, like the national discussion was just so like split of like Tebow's good. I told you. And then everyone else just going like the Steelers are the worst. Like that was the stupidest play call I've ever seen. Like any quarterback could have completed that pass. To this, basically. to this day, I love the play call. It just showed no respect for Tebow. And I love no, it. Yeah. I, I kind of did like that. Like I, I kind of liked that the Steelers were like, we don't think you could throw it 10 feet over our heads <laughs> directly <laughs> directly over the middle of the field just yeah. like not even to the sideline just the most basic like the basic in route that's it we don't think you could complete that we're gonna put 11 men in the box and we're gonna have one safety yeah yeah that was a sad moment for me as a Steelers fan losing the Tebow that was one There's of the no... only times I rooted for the Patriots after they beat the Steelers. Yeah. Right, Alex, do you have anything uh, anything on Florida <laughs> other than that? Uh, I just, like I said, I, I, I think that uh, we're a little bit too hot on Florida, in my opinion, right now. I think their ranking is kind of bull-wrinkle-dinkle. I know, I know, I know, I know that they have beaten, what was it, LSU? Right. Yeah, they beat LSU. Yeah, and they're kind of like hanging their hat on that, like real hard, and like, oh, cool, you know, that's awesome, you know, good for you. But I don't know. I just think they've got the they've got the big Florida Georgia rivalry game this weekend, largest cocktail party or whatever outdoor cocktail party, whatever the hell they call it. Call it. And uh, I think they got torched up by Kentucky on the ground. There's like 200 yards of rushing in that game. Georgia is a really good rushing team and, and has a lot of guys that can run the ball. So, uh, you know, just based on that fact alone, and basically everyone else that they've played has kind of sucked it up in the rushing game. Like, I mean, their other, like, I guess, okay win is against Mississippi State, and Nick Fitzgerald looks like the worst quarterback ever right now. So, you know, I don't know. I, 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 could, I could very easily see Georgia getting back into the discussion by just trouncing Florida this weekend. You know, and they, you know, Florida will be rapidly a, a number 19 or 20 team, in my opinion, you know. That's probably what's going to happen. I'm I'm rooting hard for the Gators, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I don't know if I am. I, I kind of hate Florida. I, I, not, a, not a big fan, you know. Not really a fan of Georgia either, to be honest with you. I don't really like anybody on that side of the conference. 
If I didn't pick Florida preseason, then I would be uh, all in on Georgia. I mean, it's like, so look at it this way, right? They beat they beat LSU by one touchdown, right, in a game where Joe Burrow threw, like, two picks, you know? And LSU, like, yeah, they've got a pretty good rush game, but, like, when they win and when they're doing well is when, when, when Burrow is playing well. If he's not... If he's not scrambling and making plays on third down, they don't look as good, right? It's just, and that's kind of to be expected from LSU. Like, you know, this is the first year they got an offense, first year they got a real quarterback. So I, I think that game could have gone very easily the other way. And then you just look at every other win. You're like, all right, so you beat Mississippi State. Cool. You know, and that's really it. Like Tennessee, wow. Vanderbilt, ooh, man. Like, let me shit my pants on that. Colorado State. Ooh, God. Charleston Southern. But then Kentucky, which they, they got pretty handily beaten in, you know, and gave up a complete shit ton of yardage on the ground. So, but they're improving. They're improving, Alex. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I, I think I think even LSU fans here are saying, like, what are we? There's a real question of what is that team? Like, I that team, I could very easily see them looking very good against Georgia and having 30 dropped on them by Alabama, you know, and then losing another game before the end of the year. You know, I think that they're real inconsistent. So, you know, and then you look at the rest of the Florida schedule, like they got Mizzou coming up. They got South Carolina. South Carolina will probably be a tough game. Idaho, that's a nice schedule right near the end of the year. Is it the Kibby Dome? Yes, that is the Kibby Dome. Correct. I wish that they would play the game at the Kibby Dome. I the don't Kibby know. Dome, fun fact, is probably the ugliest stadium in the history of stadiums. Do you, Alex, I think do you know that the third world countries have better stadiums than that. Do you know what the <laughs> Kibby Dome is? I don't actually know. Take a look it's, at it. Yeah, it's basically like a like a warehouse, like an aluminum warehouse. It looks like the inside of a Home Depot, but if you gutted a Home Depot and you put seats in it, like it is. Oh my the, god, it is the worst place ever. This is a brutally ugly stadium. Like it looks like an enormous this? barn. Yeah, it literally looks like the Amish. Like, like they said, like we need you to build a, a stadium in a day, and the they Amish like, were like, "Got like, it." They go, "Here's our budget. We we have a thousand dollars, and all you could use is tin." <laughs> well, like, who knows? Okay. That might have been what they said. I, I gotta tell you, though, wooden wooden bleachers. I kind of like that. You know, I didn't I even know. know they had wooden bleachers. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's a very strange, like, like an interior designer would be disgusted at whatever this is. You know, it's it, you know that, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright did not uh, design this uh, stadium. Looks- yeah, it looks like it looks it looks like a shitty version of Luke Oil to me. That's what it reminds me of, like a really shitty version of that. You know? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, I right. can see that. Yeah, they're How, like on the end. It sort of has that same uh, that same look on the end zones. I feel like we uh, we're we're really going into Idaho this this week on uh, why your team sucks. You probably should have yeah. been featured. Yeah, you know what, Idaho? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we should have really saved this for. Uh, next week's uh, why your team sucks but yeah, yeah. may as well get it all out now i say no next week we have a 10 minute segment on how bad idaho is just as a state i don't even care about their football team we'll just well, not... rip into everything one thing is like why are they not named the potatoes their team name is the vandals it's true 
What did anyone in Idaho ever vandalize? <laughs> Probably like a billboard. Maybe they should vandalize the Kibbe Dome. Just fucking banks <laughs> right there. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> what Banksy Banksy John discovered it. Banksy is in Idaho. That's why they're the vandals. That's completely true. I, yeah, I mean, think about it. Like the best team in your fucking state isn't even you. You know, it's a team with a blue field. Like, come on, come on, Idaho. And it makes it makes them seem like a bunch of pussies too, because they play indoors and Boise State's outdoors. It's true. It's true. Wait, did um. Did Josh Allen play at Idaho? Is that where he played? He played Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming another school I, <clears throat> I care about. Uh, how do you go to these schools? Like, what do you think? They offer you a scholarship. I mean, from what I've heard, Laramie, Wyoming is pretty ballin'. Pretty ballin', huh? Yeah, it's like a nice little, uh, nice little college town in the middle of nowhere. Kind of like Penn State, to be honest. Except that you're not two hours from like real shit. You're like. 27 driving hours from real shit. Ah, uh, got you. Got you. It's like a yeah, little, little state college, you know? I don't know much about Wyoming, to be honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't go to school there, though. I'll tell you that right now. Unless Big like environmental it. thing. Got I, I actually could go there uh, next year if I sign up. Probably miss the deadline, though. Yeah, there's always next year. There's probably not. But No, there's really not <laughs> next year because I only have one year left. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> after that, you could travel with the wife or something. But uh, I don't know. Anyone else got uh, any any pressing topics? Well, uh, I think they talk about a team say. that I think sucks. Oh, we didn't even get to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, obviously, um, I, I, I think the meaning of the why your team sucks is to is to choose a, a team that's actually good yeah. and, uh, and and just tear them a new one. Mm. However, I chose San Jose State so because you just, you just went for the bottom feeder. I, I I went for San Jose State because if there's any team deserving to be kicked when they're down, oh, it is it is the San Jose State Spartans. The they are fucking winless right now. Their football team was first fielded in 1893, and it took until 1971. When they first fielded a ranked team. Let me just stress that. Grover Cleveland was the president when they formed a team. And How much was a carton of milk? They were, <laughs> I don't know that fact. But they were, they were not ranked until Watergate. <laughs> they, had eight, they have eight wins over ranked teams ever. They have been ranked five times ever. Their best season was in 2012. They finished ranked 20th. They lost 57 scholarships in 2007 because they were they failed to meet an academic progress rate. That means that they they sucked, and not only did they suck, but they couldn't even get their players to go <clears throat> to school. What? Like it goes along with the Cardell Jones. Like I didn't come here to play school. Well, you didn't come to play football either, apparently. Well, that's Because you guys suck. <laughs> and the uh, the school's endowment is only $142 million, which is located in Silicon Valley. Are you kidding me? That is somewhat pathetic. 
It's the oldest public university on the West Coast, and they still can't field anything close to a remotely good team. In 2014, their president of the most ethnically diverse school on the West Coast stated that she only donates money to the school because, quote, let me stress this quote so it doesn't sound like it's coming from me, but she says, quote, I only give money to them because these little Latinas do not have the DNA to be successful. (laughs) (laughs) Also, in that same year, I think it was 2014, yeah, 2014 as well, they had a hate crime on campus where four white students were bullying a black student by referring to him as a nickname three-fifths and fraction. When was this? 2014. This was in 2014? Cool. Yeah, you could find out a lot of shit by just Googling any university and then scandal after this. <laughs> so but true. worst of all, the I'll biggest... What, hold, on, hold on. If I Google sure. Penn State and scandal, I'm not going to find anything. <laughs> you probably won't, no. Well, we're, like, we're a pristine school. But yeah, no, no it's, nothing's bad ever happened that I know of. All right, continue on. I like this. The worst thing that I could think of uh, the biggest insult to any school ever is all you have to do is go back to around 1980s or early 1980s. Um, there's a a star quarterback in the making in uh, in California high school system he went by the name of John Elway, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he ended up being a Hall of Famer, won two Super Bowls, you know, the and the like. But he. <laughs> He pretty much, you know, lived uh, right right around uh, the San Jose area and uh, decided, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to Stanford. See, you know, that'd be fine and dandy, but the coach of San Jose State at that time was John Elway Sr. He, did, he literally chose to go to the rival school of the coach. His dad coached San Jose State, and he was still like, nah. <laughs> that's how bad you are that's how fucking terrible you are san jose state and that's why you suck and that's why you'll always suck well uh well done know, john well done I, I i gotta give a little bit of an applause for that uh to any san jose state fans out there you know please uh please donate uh to our uh our patreon burn uh, victims <laughs> yeah. well you know we we all know that uh, you guys are not going anywhere in life. But uh, Chris, did you did you have a team? I don't even know. I know we were talking I about was, Florida. I just had that stuff on Florida. That's all. Um, that's all I had for this week. Just some stuff on Florida. All right. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, it's, it's a pretty good time. It's so uh, it's it. You mean it's time? It's time. I think it's time. It's time. It's time. Yes. For the Cardell Jones. I'm not here to play school, or actually, I'm here to play school. Scholar athlete of the week. Yeah, is that what time it is? I believe that's the time. One second, please. <laughs> All right, just uh, have a little, <laughs> little theme song in there. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get demonetized for sure. All right, go on. <laughs> so the, a lot of people think the Oregon Ducks are just about 
shiny uniforms and Phil Knight and Nike and all that and an exciting offense. But let me tell you about a, a real scholar athlete getting it done in the classroom and on the field. And that man is named Calvin Throckmorton, an offensive lineman from, from the Oregon Ducks. Senior, he has from Bellevue, Washington, has a 3.76 GPA last year in human physiology. Wow. And, uh, and I just wanted to highlight, you know, a young man who is doing it the right way over in Eugene. Also, I don't really know what um, human physiology is. It's just studying humans, man. You know, <laughs> so it's important. You know, is it, is he, so is he just out on campus, just observing? Oh, yeah. You know, predominantly yeah. female. You know, but male that, sometimes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we we definitely studied that for a little while. I took not officially. Credits, you know. No. Good enough for a three seven. I no. mean, like a three three three. I don't know. You know. Well, I I never looked at three sevens, but I looked at four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, even finish the joke. Well, yeah. special props to Calvin Throckmorton. Could we have like an inverse uh, uh, segment, like the the John Urschel? I'm not here to play football. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. We should just go and target some kid who has like a one point. Well, I would give it to Bosa. It's true. It's it's just true. like, no, I'm not. I'm just done with Ohio State. Yeah, no. I think it's focus on the draft here. What do you guys think about that? Final thought. Final thought of the evening. What do you think about that? From, from Houston, Pittsburgh, New York. We're global, sort of. I mean, he's not even getting paid. Let, let the kid do what he wants. He's given Ohio State so much money from his play in the past couple of years. I have sure. no issue with it. John, issues? No issues? I don't have any issues with it. Like he's good and he doesn't play for Ohio State anymore, so that's that's obviously good for me. I hope all of their good players decide to just not play for them anymore. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know? And uh I guess with that, uh this uh is around the conclusion time of uh the first uh uh what don't talk in the back no what a legal talk in the back podcast no we'll cock right. in my back side. <laughs> <laughs> the final edition of uh the no cock in my backside podcast uh no you know uh we hope to get this right at some point uh there'll probably be some special guests coming in they're not that special uh we're gonna get uh we're gonna get Schefter in here at some point I already sent the emails out you know Todd McShay, the usual suspects, but Chris uh, Morrison, you know, yeah, I guess uh, until next week, uh, you know, keep it easy, root against Notre Dame, hopefully Clemson lose, fuck Clemson, you know, and uh, root for chaos, like always, toodles, go Gators, fuck whatever. Gators.